is for EFT. Hi, I'm Beck from Be Free Emotional Fitness Training, and I support women and girls to become emotionally stronger. And I'm Vern from Move Forward Mentoring, and I specialize in male mentoring, helping boys and men find their passion, speak from their heart, and build better relationships. And together we are Rekindling Relationships. We work with couples through mentoring sessions, as well as facilitating communication and creative workshops to build deeper connections. Welcome to our podcast designed to help you strengthen and bring more fun into your partnership as well as create a more loving, healthy and strong connection. Hey everyone. Hi everyone. So today we're talking about EFT. Emotionally Focused Therapy. Emotionally Focused Therapy was developed by a couple of psychologists in Canada. The idea was that they wanted to improve relationships through focusing on emotions rather than behaviours. After 25 years of research, they've actually shown that they found that emotionally focused therapy was a really effective treatment for couples who were not getting along, who were in conflict, who were distressed. They found that going to a EFT-trained therapist would help them shift away from their old patterns of being together. It's It makes total sense, doesn't it? Because it starts with an emotion which causes a behaviour. They're actually dealing with the main cause, which is the emotion. So this really enables couples to identify these common patterns that define the conflict that they have and helps them shift out of patterns that they're stuck in. Yeah, because when we're doing the pattern, we're stuck in a position, we don't see it because we're doing it all the time. And the beauty of it is, is that this therapy encourages couples to actually do this together, safely identify these emotions and process them together to have a better outcome. And I guess that would also mean that while they're processing them together, they're actually building a deeper and closer relationship because rather than them going away to do some sort of therapy on themselves, and sort their own stuff out the relationship becomes a cauldron where all this stuff comes up so by working on it together then they can actually help each other shift growing each other yeah help growing each other this is one of the reasons that when we first came upon this theory we listen to podcasts and we're looking at whole range of ways that couples interact and how they can be counseled for our own practice we found EFT we loved it so much we did Sue Johnston's online course that gave us a lot of the skills and the understandings about it. And then we took all that learning and used that in our own relationship. I feel that understanding a little bit more about how our emotions then guide how we relate to each other has helped us both in building a stronger relationship. How has this theory helped you in our relationship? Good question. I think it has helped me a lot so it's helped me identify and be more self-aware of my emotions and sit with it but then talk to you about it more with relationships you try and help each other grow and you're always going to have something that comes up that triggers you it's helped me confide I guess more in you with any insecurities or emotions that come up and process them in a healthy way and then you think it also helps in a way that you know where I'm at and there's a safety in that you don't worry so much about what's going on yeah when you continually keep me up to date with where you're at in your head and in your heart then I actually don't have to worry so much and create stories 
And sometimes it quite often is ridiculous past stories when you say them out loud with no judgment, which you're really good at not having judgment, helps process that and shift it quicker. I think knowing that I'm reacting not to something you said, but to an old way of dealing with a situation. My past experience has said in a situation, I'm going to act like this. Mm. So today, for example, I felt that you needed to do something which wasn't work or housework together. And I knew you had something on your mind, but I wasn't too sure what it was. So I started getting anxious about it. But then for me to be able to turn around to you and say, hey, I was feeling anxious because I could feel that something wasn't right. And you'll hear that. We can just work through it. And then I can feel like, okay, I don't need to get anxious when I don't know what's going on. I can just be secure in the fact that you'll let me know Mm. and you know that I need to be told where you're at so that I don't have to worry. Yeah, there's an openness in that, isn't there? That, And I think sometimes we all struggle to do the vulnerable thing and go, okay, it sounds silly, but this and this is in my head. There's a big release and moving forward in, in just sharing whatever's going on. How have you found it? to be helpful i don't worry so much about that past story as much or when i I do see it more often when i'm relating in a way that is based on a previous experience rather than what's happening right now also learning about the patterns has been really helpful the idea of a dance Mm. So when two people are relating, then there's a dance. We're listening to music, but we might not be listening to the music that's happening right now in the present between the two of us. We might be listening to some music that, you know, back in the 80s we thought was really cool. When you were dating someone else. Dating someone else. And, you know, you might be listening to something from the 90s. And we're both doing this weird dance where we're sort of like, it's a bit... It's an old story. It's an old story. It's an awkward dance. You're really good identifying patterns from your past connections or relationships that you are sometimes like, oh, I'm feeling like this and this, I'm thinking you might react like this. And so it's causing me to feel uncomfortable. Mm, and that's bringing awareness. Isn't it's awareness. It? And you know, in your logical head, I probably won't react like that, but you feel like saying it helps get rid of the pattern. Yeah. Cause I'm making it concrete. This is the thing which is creating a block. Mm. As soon as I can express it, I don't have to hold onto it anymore. It's a bit easier to just be like, okay, yeah, great. Good. Got that. Off my, off my shoulders. It's so freeing to be able to talk about it as well. Mm. One thing that's been really clear in learning more about EFT is that the emotion that we see when there's conflict is masking another emotion. Yeah, I found this really eye-opening. So I've noticed that there's a primary emotion and the initial emotion is the raw instinctive emotion, which tends to be when hurt, anger, almost instantly, and withdrawal, so that insecurity. So as soon as they feel insecure and unsafe, there's the anger and then there's the withdrawing because they feel insecure. So I've found it to be very helpful in looking for the softer emotion, looking beyond the instinctive primary emotion so underneath that I would look behind that and I would approach them and say okay I wouldn't even acknowledge the angry I'd be like underneath that you're scared what's happening for you because that will then open up them to open up with their emotion because it's an 
attachment issue, the person's scared of something, scared of insecurity, of losing you, of losing something, of disconnection. Mm. And their way to react from that, that sadness, the reaction is more primal, I guess. Exactly. And I can give you a classic example of this. Oh, I had kind of planned in my head to break up with a boyfriend at the time. I went to stay for the weekend and I had brought back a couple of things from my house to his house. And he as soon as I rocked up and I took it out the car he was like are you breaking up with me and I was like oh no no but obviously clearly it was in my head that I was thinking about it I was kind of seeing how that work weekend went but I had doubts and it was in motion I guess that whole weekend because he felt unsafe because he could pick up on it he was really really angry and he was pretty much pissed off at everything but also did the withdrawal so his attachment style when feeling unsafe insecure was to get angry and withdraw. And underneath that primal anger was an insecurity well, of... Somebody very hurt. Yeah, yeah. of feeling rejected. And safe. And that goes back to the attachment style that they've probably always had and which is related to how they connected to their primary caregivers in the first place when they decided to leave them by bringing back a bike. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe not. Emotionally focused therapy. I'm subtle. You're very subtle. So emotionally focused therapy shows couples how to identify the patterns. So they see, and it normally has like a therapist who is watching them both and watching how they interact. So they can draw attention to how one person does a certain thing when the other person acts a certain way, back and forth. And that's that dance we were talking about before, how they dance together and how they move. Once that therapist can actually see it, they bring it to their attention. By bringing it to attention then actually have a look at it understand it better that's right they so it helps them to learn how to identify unhelpful emotions and develop alternative ways of coping situations and looking beyond that raw emotion finding patterns is really interesting because it is something that all couples have there's a way that we relate to each other and one person does this thing and the other person does that mm. and that can be fine mm. but if it makes us feel if the person's doing something it makes us feel insecure then it's going to bring up an emotion in us so the idea is for us to always try to make the relationship important and offer security and by offering security to each other we both feel safer to actually express ourselves and then grow together and ultimately sometimes you don't realize you're doing this dance or this pattern but the thing is you wouldn't feel hurt and insecure if you didn't deeply love each other and you want each other to feel safe and secure so it's this beautiful way of having these conversations where you can help each other feel safe cut out all the the angst that goes with continually going in and out of these patterns which you keep repeating. And I think what happens with couples is over time your needs aren't being met and your partner's not responding then you start to shut down and I think the couples who we've spoken to who have been together for a long time started to sort of live these separate lives mm. where they're very shut down from each other because they don't feel really safe with the other person actually share their emotions or that person has never supported them as they've shared their emotions so they just just sort of give up on trying.
trying. And there's no growth in that. Sue Johnston calls that the freeze and flee pattern that people do. And they tend to do that right near the end of a relationship where they haven't been hurt or they've got stuck in a pattern and not altered it. And then they tend to sit in this life where they're actually living their own lives. And there's no growth in that. I guess that's one of the reasons why it's so important to continually work on your relationship because the relationship, if you feel safe in the relationship, we can let go of these old pat of interaction mm. and intimate connection and bring new healthy ones to play. We actually do workshops and we've, from our own experience, have found this to be really useful, haven't we, where we will collaborate together. Mm. We collaborate on art together. Our workshops are designed to bring couples together to allow them the space to be creative and collaborate and through that process learn how to better compromise and deal with conflict. And it's a really fast track way for us to see and we learnt it by just doing art together and we're like oh this would be great to do with couples and we can see how they work together because when you do an art piece together whether it be art piece or renovating a house or whatever it be work together in some form it's a big telltale sign of how you collaborate together and work together so from our own experience it's a really good way to fast track what the dance is that the mm. couple are doing how, how are you actually relating to each other who's withdrawing who's attacking where's the push and pull another way to identify your pattern really simply is that when you have conflict and you start to feel that unsafe insecure feeling or your partner has done something that makes you feel like that that's your pattern and it's bringing awareness to that and talking about it also i think the tip is find that softer emotion in yourself and them. And it might be that you go back into the past and look at when you started fighting about things or what you fought about because it's probably got worse over time. But you can identify how you do it. You can identify what each person does when you fight without getting upset about it, being able to do it from a space where you want to work on the relationship. Mm. then you can actually work out you know what your fighting style is and there are different types of fighting styles to remember that these fighting styles are not who you are it's what you do so it's just a way that we deal with when we're insecure so you could be attack attack sort of couple couples just get caught up in their reactive emotions they just go back and forth they're just fighting back and forth then there's the attack and defend and then there's silent silent and the attack and defend i think it makes a lot of sense that so one person attacks one person's defending themselves and then that can switch then there's the ones which we spoke about before where they're both pretty much worn out and just don't even bother and just give each other the silent treatment how about some tips beck on how to move forward so i have three tips that have come to mind one very importantly is be open as open and as transparent as you can that's not always comfortable and that's not always very easy try not to overthink it and start it with i'm feeling like this it opens up a dialogue between you and your partner. The second tip I have is, and it's so simple, but works so well. What do you need from me to feel safe? So that opens it up so that your partner can tell you exactly what they need from you to feel safer. And making that connection safe is the most important thing. My third tip is find the softer emotion. So most conflict and arguments will always have that instinctive, aggressive, angry emotion, hurt, drama emotion. Find the soft emotion. 
Underneath and angry is a scared. Bringing that to the partner's attention, I can see you're upset and you feel scared. What are you scared of? And as soon as you acknowledge that, they'll soften towards you. That's my three tips. I feel you've got to be careful about saying what you think you see, where maybe asking how they're feeling right now, rather than saying, oh, you're scared. Because I think if someone turns around and says to me, you're scared, I might, in my masculine, react to I'm not scared why would I be scared I put yeah. my back up but if I'm asked why are you feeling so angry what's happening for you right now I might be able to go a little bit deeper and say well maybe this has come up for me I feel like if somebody said why are you angry I'd be like more pissed off I'd be like no I'm angry <laughs> Whereas if you said, are you feeling scared or insecure about something? Yeah, maybe What's it, making ma- you feel like Maybe that? if it's a question yeah. rather than a statement, yeah. this is how you feel. Yeah. it's I feel like that softens the person to open up than if you're like, I can see you're angry. No, I'm not bloody angry. <laughs> <laughs> My tip is to be able to own your emotion and say, when you act like this, I feel like this. That way, it's not a shame or blame. My reaction to what you're doing is this. This is how I feel. And there's a lot of vulnerability in being able to be really deep about that, about how you actually feel. It might even mean you might have to really sit there and think about it and allow yourself to feel it and work out what it is. But when we can be a bit more vulnerable with each other, then everything can soften. Rather that person being someone who I'm attacking It's someone who I want to understand me better. Owning the emotion. It's really good. I like that one. With moving forward, when we realise that we're caught up in a cycle, being able to stop and say, hang on, we're doing that thing again. We're going back into that pattern. We're repeating that cycle and being aware of it as well as being aware of our pattern. It's being aware of our body language that we don't repeat how we used to react in an argument with the other person, an angry look, a furrowed brow, uh, moving away, but instead to share our feelings. Oh, this is making me feel like this right now and labeling it and expressing it so the other person knows where we're at and then being able to come back and say, hey, we're actually working on the relationship we don't want to go back in this old pattern let's shift gears and that's the beauty of EFT and working out your pattern is you really only have to be aware of it a couple of times and talk about it because neither of you want to hurt the other person because you love each other you want each other to feel secure so you will naturally try and stop those patterns so it's very effective and I think it takes practice to actually understand what's going on for the other person you have to spend time looking at them and noticing whether they're they're checking in or checking out or they're upset or what their body posture is doing and getting to know your partner intimately is about asking questions but also watching them and seeing how they act and react and knowing them better so that you can support them you understand how they're feeling beautiful tips today we've talked about EFT emotionally focused therapy what it is how we find the patterns and how we move forward tune in next for F is for fears Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and follow us. And if you'd like to find out more information, check out our website, rekindlingrelationships.com. Bye for now. See ya.